Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Enlightening Candor with Eli Craner. He's brought to you by Jackalope Cycling in Russellville. Jackalope Cycling provides bike rentals and service as well as camping gear and fishing accessories. Whatever gets you excited to be outdoors, they're there to help you with it. Check them out at jackalopecycling.com. Well, 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 you know, I, I'll tell you honestly, Eli, uh, it's good to have you back on. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm great. Now, listen, here's the deal. I just got done going on off on a rant uh, yep. about people uh, who that die for football that, season. That was, that, was, that was volatile. It was nice. Well. It was, it was real radio. I mean, this is the world we live in. There's a reason why 50% of marriages end in divorce. People are quitters, and they're like, oh, it's not exactly the way I want it. I quit. I'm out. You know what? The football <laughs> season just began. Try to drink it and enjoy it. It's not going to go exactly the way you want it to. Nobody promised you anything. Just try to make the best of it. But for those of you who are quitters, because what's are talking like, do we need to be telling people about books to read this time of year? Well, it turns out for a large percentage of the Razorback fan base, we do. Eli, so give them something compelling because they're apparently not watching any more football games the rest of the year. You know, I was thinking that exact same thing. I thought, you know, this might be a good week to not talk about any sports themed books, uh, anything, anything Mormon related, nothing, nothing like that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, man, it was it was a tough one, though. And I was going to ask y'all just if you don't mind me, this is not specifically to the Razorbacks, but. As a fan, sitting back watching football on Saturdays this year, you know, I've seen so far, like you said, it's early into the season, but I've seen SEC, you know, struggling um, in different places where I don't think we've maybe struggled in the past. The conference hasn't struggled in the past like it has thus far. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have an opinion, like NIL, transfer portal, like how that could specifically impact it? Maybe if you've talked about this, just tell me you've already talked about it, but how that could specifically impact the SEC? Like, is was that is that something that has hurt the SEC more than other conferences or leveled the playing field in some way? I think it's ironic a quarterback is asking me this, but you look at where are the best quarterbacks? They're in the Pac-12, and a lot of those guys yeah. are transfers. If you look about they've so the transfer portal has helped the Pac-12. In uh, the SEC, the transfer portal hasn't helped them as much. Although, I say that, the best quarterback in the SEC is a transfer, Jaden Daniels, from a Pac-12 school a couple of years ago. But Spencer Rattler transferred. He had a pretty good half, at least, the other day. A good half. But the portal has, I would say, hurt the SEC more than it's helped the other conferences. And you know, I'm sure you would agree, college football is a lot about your starting quarterback. And right now, the starting quarterbacks in the SEC aren't college as good. College football? Yeah, well, yeah, grade school all, football, high school football, football, pro football. Got to have a quarterback, and CFL. the best quarterbacks aren't in the SEC. Yeah, AFL. and what do you think is behind that? I mean, what? Why would the Pac-12 be more quarterback heavy than? I mean, defense is better in the SEC. Don't want to go up against that sort of stuff, but I don't think it's intentional. But I mean, when you see a, a brand like Alabama miss on quarterbacks in yeah. the transfer portal, yeah, there's, there's probably a little mm-hmm. more to it than we we realize. It seems like it's easy. It's like. Give me that guy. Like, I knew everybody wanted Caleb Williams when he left Oklahoma. I knew for sure I wanted him to come to Arkansas. No yeah. offense to KJ. But, I mean, that's a guy that everybody wants, right? I mean, there's certain guys that are no-brainers. Yeah. But, yeah. anyway. Penix yeah, kid yeah. was a big portal was... addition. It's one pronunciation for it. Penix? Yeah. You're right. No, you're yeah. right. I heard somebody call him something else. Uh, they, they were not as familiar. They never pronounced it before. They just had seen his name written. 
They don't follow. And the how thing is, how do you pronounce it? Is that how do they pronounce how, it? How do you get that mixed up? Uh, Penix. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were going even worse than that. No, that's uh, that's uh, that's that's, that's uh, I don't. I, just, I have to say too, man, Justin, you as a writer, I really appreciated Phil Mickelson's left-handed sword. That yes. was a great a great line you you just threw out there that that went by real quick. But Thank you. It's worth it's worth noting. Well, sure. I appreciate that. You're you're the only one who gets me, Eli. Everybody else, I'm just yeah, wasting my time yeah. on these people. I don't know what I'm doing. I do what I can. Anyway, but no, here's the book. Yeah, yeah the let's book, go. The book out of out of football. Back to enlightening candor. It's a guy named Elmore Leonard. Uh, anybody y'all ever heard yes. of Elmore Leonard? Absolutely. Yes. Where have you heard of him from? Does anything come to mind? Uh, I don't know why, and I'm sure there's a book that's super famous that I know, but I definitely know the name, Elmore Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Where most people know him, he's dead now. He died in 2012. Um, old Navy guy from you know, Detroit. He's, he's born in New Orleans. Yeah, but- born in New Orleans, nicknamed Dutch. But what most people know him for, um, at least later in life, was he was the guy. He had a short story called Fire in the Hole. And that, that short story became what we all know as the Justified series. Mm. So Timothy Oliphant and all that. It was just a short story. So that's really interesting about how they – they ended up making that show was based on like a 15-page short story, but it had this this marshal named you know Raylan Givens, and Boyd Crowder was in that story too, and they just extrapolated that into what was all that that series. And there's a spinoff now, City Primeval. I don't know if y'all have seen that on like Hulu uh, or FX or whatever it's on. Um, Justified Part Two. It's it's garbage, or at least it's been garbage thus far, but. <laughs> But uh, but Elmore is awesome. He's got a ton of stuff that you would actually know, like the 310 to Yuma movies. Yep. Um, those are also short stories of his that legend has it. He made $99 off of the rights when, Oops. when he sold that, like back in the in the 60s or the 70s. Uh, Get Shorty. Uh, oh, I love Get Shorty. Sight. Out of Sight's out of a good sight, one. George, George Clooney. Looks like Jay Jackie Lowe. Brown's one of his, too. Okay. Yeah, so Jackie Brown wow. was actually a novel called Rum Punch. Um, with Quentin Tarantino adapted and made into Jackie Brown. So, yeah, I mean, that's a perfect kind of that, – that's a good signifier of, like, his style. I love Get um, Shorty. Um, uh, what, what Travolta's character in that movie is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, yeah, he's the, he's the muscle. Yeah, he's yeah. like the, the, the smooth guy, you know, he's trying Chili to Palmer. get into the Hollywood. Yeah, Chili, Chili Palmer. That's right. Chill. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's uh, what's his face? Uh, Gandolfini, God rest his soul, has a nice turn in that film, also as yeah. Bear. Yeah, so so that's Dutch man. That's Elmore Leonard, um, and he is. I mean, just if you like that kind of style, he's got. And the, there's movies. He, so he started off doing western. Yeah. Um, and like the Tossy, um, the Three Ten to Yuma. There's a ton that that were actually made into to movies that that you'd probably recognize. But then westerns, as a as a genre, you know, in terms of like Louis L'Amour, sort of, that started to dry up, and so he turned his hand to crime fiction, which he always, which I thought was really interesting. You know, he just described a crime novel as you know a western, you know, set in in more of like a city, you know, yeah. set like I thought, oh, that's sure. interesting. He's got the sheriff, he's got you know, whoever it is, the agent, the cop. Um, so yeah, Elmore Leonard, and, and I'll, he's he has forty two novels, including his westerns. He's the only author that I've read every every book he has. I oh haven't my. read all of his short stories. Okay, well. but he's a guy that was hugely influential 
for me, and he's really, like you can tell from the movies too, um, dialogue and dialect, you know, the, 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 the speaking that these people do um, of all different stripes. You know, he's, he's got a book set in Mississippi called Tishomingo Blues that's involved like, right around Tunica, around a casino and a high diver who dives off like is like the show on the side, you know. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's up there on the beam and he sees a murder take place over on the Arkansas side of the Mississippi, and that's where the whole thing gets going. But his his voice, he, he has a really good way, just like in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, of hearing people talk and putting it out there. So, so what's your favorite? Your bags, and there you go. What's your favorite of his books? Ooh, here's the funny thing. I like his westerns. I don't like them as much as his crime novels, mainly because that's what I do, and I'm always kind of studying them. Uh, but he's one of these guys, it's not what happens in the book that matters. It, for me, it's how he tells them. Hmm. It's, it's how the... So there's really not... Like, I could pick up an Elmore Leonard book, and he's one of these guys that, like, I, I'll read a little bit before I start writing, like, kind of as a warm-up, kind of get into the flow of, of language and of somebody I admire. And he's a guy... I just pick up any of his books and turn to any page because it's just kind of like jazz. Like, you know, there's no great structure. There's no great make plot scheme or big reveal it just feels real like mm-hmm. it feels like you're dropped down in tunica or you're dropped down in detroit or wherever his books are set yeah and and these are real people talking so all right highly recommend elmore leonard i'm gonna work my way through his catalog i appreciate the heads up and thanks for the distraction this week a lot of fans need it and after yeah. arkansas beats lsu they'll put their book down for a couple more weeks it'll be fun <laughs> hey that's right man and hey i wanted to shout out because next week is the Six Bridges Book Festival yes. there in Little Rock. I'll be on Saturday at 1130. It's all taking place down, you know, the Central Arkansas Library System. Um, and then this Tuesday, uh, I'll be at the Rotary Club in Little Rock. This coming Tuesday, like doing a kind of like a promo deal, talking to that Rotary Club. Not, not today, um, but next Tuesday. Not today, Next, a week from today. That Tuesday and then that coming Saturday, September 30th, is when the festival actually gets going. Yeah, there's also a deal going with the, uh, speaking of reading, September's library month, or library card sign-up month nationwide. And yeah. North Little Rock and the uh, and Cal, Central Arkansas Library System, are doing a deal where if you get a card, you can you get discounts at local places. So it pays to read, folks. It pays to read. Don't be afraid. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All right, Eli, good stuff. We'll talk to you next week.